L.A. is our house. Say it with your whole chest, speak it with your mouth. Five Ring Kings is what we're talking about. From Mars to the V-Block, everybody shout. L.A., L.A., big city of dreams. But everything in L.A. ain't always what it seems. You might get fooled by those other guys in town. But we're down by law. We know our way around too much. L.A. is your house. Welcome to this episode 309. I'm here with David and Lewis. Hey. What's up, guys? And this is Bobby coming back from another game, LA Galaxy against St. Louis. A draw, you guys, two-two at home. Uh, you know, against the against the first place team in first the West. First place team in the West. You know, it was it was an eventful game. You know, uh, not not. Joe Klaus got his his goal. Klaus is back. He got first his game goal. first goal since March. Yep. Which seems like another- two years ago. Another game where we played a team, a down a man. Um, yep. Another, another, uh, another game where we uh, had to really, really, really crawl back just to get a point at home. Uh, yeah. To me, Billy Sharp. Billy Sharp, Billy Sharp to, saved it. Yeah, I mean, well, that 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 whole last goal. That I mean, Fagundes hit that ball perfectly to Uri, and then Uri's ball into the into the box where Sharp tapped it in uh-huh. with, his, uh-huh. with his foot. That was beautiful. But honestly, like, before that goal was made, you, I just saw – I was watching Fagundes, like, point at Uri. Like, they were literally communicating directly. And I was like, oh, there goes the ball. Oh, that's perfect. Oh. And it was just beautiful. Oh. Um, but, you know, that was after a lot of frustration within the game. <laughs> But you know what? This is the first game uh, that you guys uh, that we've had at the stadium. The pups at the pitch, and I know David yep. took his dog. How did I that did? go, dude? I did. We, you know, I didn't see the actual game. I I didn't see all that subtle subtext coming between the the players because I was too busy, uh, you know, tending to 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 Bruno. I mean, yeah. since he he did such a great job at balls and beers, I figured we'd take him to the stadium and let him enjoy what what you know what it is that we're we're all talking about all the time he's like let me see this and then and then when we get home i can actually tell you what you're doing wrong <laughs> he didn't bark that much you know i think I, I, honestly i think that that somebody not knowing anything about mls including dogs have a better chance of predicting it than than uh people who do know or have witnessed mls uh with that being said um i thought that the uh you know we got there we got there with like maybe like an hour ahead of time of the game. We were planning to, uh, to tailgate. And then by the time we left the house, we kind of looked at each other like, uh, do we really want to like tailgate a lot? But we had already packed some stuff. So we just kept it simple and we went, uh, we grilled some, uh, some, some hot links, some hot dogs for the kids and hung out for like an hour. And then we headed into the stadium um, there was a little bit of confusion, I would say, for the whole pups at the pitch uh, entry. So we went in. We we tried to go into ACB um, because in the on the map it showed that you can go into the ACB or the riot squad entrance. Um, so we went into the ACB entrance. Uh, they sent us around to the riot squad entrance. We went to the right. You know, we went around the back of the tailgate area, uh, and we went into the riot squad side. And we got all the way inside, and they all looked at us, and they said, where's your wristbands? And we all went, what? They said, yeah, you have a dog. You guys need your wristbands, and you need to get your little, you know, like your little scarf thing that they were giving you out for the dogs. So we had to go back outside the stadium, go get our wristbands. We had to have security escort us out, and then we had to come back up. But it was cool because they had, like, a little grass, a little fake 
grass runway to yeah, come like in. They were taking, yeah, like a red carpet, but green. They were taking pictures of the dogs as they were coming in. But because of that whole little like snafu delay thing, we missed the national anthem. I think it was Malia Emma that did the national anthem, right? I don't know. I thought it was Malia Emma that did the, the national anthem because it sounded like her, but I, I haven't gone back and checked. I don't even remember seeing it e- on TV. E- either way, um, we missed the national anthem, but I think that also meant that like in all the commotion, we also missed the fireworks. And I didn't really notice that like the none of the dogs like were like, you know, triggered or, or set off by the fireworks. It's quick anyway during the national anthem. Um but we went up to the to the berm. We got our bag of treats for the dog. We got uh, a photo shoot um, that they had, like their little photo booth up on the berm. And uh, and then we went out and we mingled with all the rest of the dogs. I would say there was probably about, uh, I would say maybe like forty to fifty other people with their dogs. Oh, that's good. Um, I think that's yeah, a good yeah, yeah. Number, which actually, which yeah. was it was it the the. The berm was not like packed in like it normally is for games that are important. Like you know when they when they usually open up the berm, there were it was it was pretty sparse, but it was nice because it was comfortable. There was a lot of space. We I we walked the dogs around a lot. Um, we met some other Galaxy fans with dogs. Uh, we actually met another dog that was uh, almost the same mix as Bruno and looked a lot like Bruno, except uh, he was a little bit bigger. Uh, but Bruno also made friends with like a little uh, a labradoodle, which was cute. They were running around and playing. Um, you know, obviously the dogs have to be on a leash, but it was. I would say it was a good time. It was, overall, it was a good event. I wish it would have been a little bit more. Um, uh, I, I, I don't want to put this like I don't want it to be more crowded, but I wanted more people to participate, and I wanted there to be more activities revolving the dogs to be happening. But I also think that's all that might be because of the, the way that we all came into the stadium and everything. Um, but I mean, overall, like there were no incidents to speak of everybody cleaned up after their dogs. I think anybody bringing the pups to the pitch, uh, at, you know, at this event are responsible dog owners and can at least like clean up the poop when they, you know, when, when their dog poops and stuff like that. And there was a designated area for that. And it was water stations for the dogs. Uh, the only thing that was missing was the concessions for the humans. So it would have been cool if they had like a little beer stand or, oh, or like a yeah, snack because stand. Then you have to go all the way back down. And yeah, and you can't exactly you can't leave the area with your dog. So you have to stay in the uh, the the grass berm with the dog. Um, but after the game, we did go down. Like we we waited for a minute to let like most of the crowd clear out. And then we went down through the stadium uh, because we did have a meet and greet with a, with a galaxy player that ended up being Maya Yoshida um, down at the uh, team LA store over by the Beckham and, and Landon Donovan statues. And we did get to walk Bruno through the stadium at the end of the game. Uh, he was getting a lot of looks obviously. Um, <laughs> but, but you know, but I would say overall it was a good event. I think that if the galaxy do this more often, I feel like more people will want to participate. And overall, it was just good vibes up up in the the burn with the dogs. That's cool. Yeah, no, I mean, I definitely. It's only the first time, and like a lot of people still didn't even know it was happening. Right, know? right. So it's definitely going to be. There's only two more games was, of the season that they're going to be doing this, and I'm going to be going to the Dallas one with my dog Luna. 
Yeah, uh, I, I think we're gonna yeah. we're gonna we're gonna do it as well. We're gonna so we're gonna upgrade our tickets. Uh, so yeah, so any any season ticket holders that are interested in taking their dogs, you can call your rep and you can upgrade your existing seats. You don't have to buy additional seats. I did not know this until after I already purchased my tickets. Uh, you can just upgrade your yeah. They never said you can upgrade your existing seats for ten dollars. You can just get a dog dog pass and then. Uh, go up to the berm with your with your pup so uh if you've got a pup and you feel adventurous enough to bring them to the galaxy game well worth it yep and then the game started and the game happened and then the game started and that first half man well dude like a uh, crap show but i feel like we're still getting settled i feel like we're still getting settled when st louis scored (laughs) i know i know like that's how fast that happened well, it, it was the first. It was. It was. It was. It happened in the third minute. Didn't it? Like, yeah. yeah, I was gonna say it's very early. So gonna, I mean, that tells you kind of where we were at with, in terms no, of like it was, it getting was, into was, the stadium, getting the dog situated, and all that. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, when I mean, just looking at the game and seeing how we started off, and just three minutes in, how slow on the transition we were, and that goal just going in, it was. Oh my goodness! It was wrenching, Lewis. Yes. It's all yours now. Um. Okay. Uh, obviously, a, a, a horrible start to the to the game. Uh, third minute goal is not not how you want to start a game off, and the, the Galaxy never really recovered until the second half. The entire first half was yeah. absolutely horrible. Um, I, I'm until not they were sure. Down a man. Basically. Until they were down a man. Yeah, exactly. I mean, in one sense, if you're looking at the overall, um, if you're looking at the overall, like, feel for the game, you have, you can say a tale of two halves, but yeah, again, I'm going to go ahead and put an asterisk here, right? Uh, St. Louis was down a man. So I'm not really sure if it's basically a change in uh tactics um or or not uh obviously the red card happened in the second half it wasn't like it was at the end of the first it was 15 minutes into the second half Uh, i mean i think i think it's i think it's both things i mean it's it's definitely them being down a man but you know when when he when uh vanny brought in fagundes a lot of things changed within that team and the ball started rolling a little bit forward he was yeah. to me like I you you guys heard my my opinion of him in the last game. I wasn't really the big big fan, but this one he 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 did a much 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 better role in this game when he finally came in and uh, gave some minutes. Uh, obviously, the did did we not say that this was the first game in which like his family would be here? Yep. Yeah. So obviously, the, you know, th- there could be some connection uh, to that. Um, to be fair, the Galaxy did score their penalty kick, their first goal, uh, before the red card. So at least, you know, the, the Galaxy were able to create well, that, well, that, something. Yeah, yeah, they, the, yeah. Com- the comeback was was the, starting to, to form at that point. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, again, maybe Greg Vanny got his tactics ball, wrong. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, or maybe it's just a case of, you know, I, I, I don't know. Either way, it's it's sad that it took an entire that the, the Galaxy decided to spot the first place team an entire half um, <laughs> uh, before they said, "All right, let's go ahead and see if we can uh, uh, get this comeback." Uh, but for what it's worth, credit where credits due, um, 
they could have easily rolled over, right? They could have, um, if this was earlier in the season, maybe pre-climb, we would have obviously uh, absolutely ripped the team apart for that first half. Um, and they probably wouldn't have come back, right? I still am, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, no, I mean, don't get me wrong. Yes, I, I could be very, very critical of them in the first half, uh, but uh, we would also say, oh, you know, they basically are just giving up. It's the end of the season and, you know, all the injuries, blah, 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 all this, you know, all the other things going around. But you know what? They they, they fought back, they came back, and they kept their um, streak going, right? They still uh, only have officially only one loss, um, uh, post Klein era, but you know, back to my asterisks, they're leaving a hell of a lot of points on the table when they can't afford to do that. With games on hand, these are games that you need to win down the stretch, and um, you know, leaving two points uh, at home to both Houston and St. Louis. Granted, that these are two teams that are in the playoffs that they're going to make the playoffs, uh, presumably, and uh, they're tough teams. But you're leaving points on the table. Um, if we have, there really is be above the line right now. Uh, yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, so uh, th- these are points that just you know they they're too valuable right now. No such thing as moral victory right now. You're you're, you're in the home stretch. You have a month left of games. Um, the Galaxy, I think, only have maybe one game on hand on like a handful of teams now. So. Um, I think this uh, Wednesday is the game on hand. Yeah, right? I think so. Uh, but there are other Wednesday games as well. Uh, they have no, yeah, they still have other games on hand. But so does Dallas and Vancouver. They also have only played twenty six games. Uh, everyone else has played twenty seven or twenty eight. So there is some sort of game on hand. You do remember that uh, they. Uh, I think the game on hand now is the RSL game that was postponed. Yeah, it should only be um, one. Yeah. Yeah. So I th- I think that's basically what 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 it is right now. So whenever we we, we play uh, RSL, which is I believe the week before decision day, um, that's basically uh, that where that makeup game is going to be. Um, but uh, either way, uh, it's it, on the one hand, yeah, you know, you're, you're getting results, but it's not entirely what you need right now. Obviously, one point is better than none. Um, you are closing the gap little by little. Uh, you are four points away, which is you know a game away. So you win that final game on hand, and then just win another one. You should be able to leapfrog, but uh, someone. But I mean, I, it, it's going to be coming down to the wire, um, and you know the schedule isn't like any easier, right? These were two tough games. I, I did say, um, you know, how, how we do if we lose against St. Louis and and LAFC, we may. I, I think that's it. I, I may call a season, even if it's not mathematic, mathematically impossible. I feel that mm, you, you may have really messed up here. Um, so I, I don't know. It's um, whatever. It is what it is. Uh, you, you got to draw against first place team. Uh, it's it's okay. I think it's a game that you probably could have won in the second half. Uh, it just really wasn't, um, you know, uh, it really wasn't. Uh, I don't know, meant to be, I guess, for lack of better terms. Um, Stat-wise, uh, the Galaxy, and, and you can say it in the second half uh, mostly, but it's interesting. I'll, I'll, I'll go back to some of the first half stats as well because I remember telling you guys this. I was like, whoa. Um, so ball possession, 70 to 30%. Uh, this is not really that 
surprising. As I've said many times, Galaxy always are going to hold more possession. Uh, against a 10-man squad, you got to figure that you might even uh, increase that, which it was, 70-30. That's, that's a lot of possession. This is where it gets um, kind of like, whoa. So you have a 2.26 expected goal for the Galaxy, which is, you know, okay, they're kind of on par. They scored their two goals. They kept St. Louis to under one. It was 0.71. And I remember saying this because because I, I, I missed the first half. I, I was at work, but I always I'm keeping, you know, I'm keeping track uh, in uh, live. And then I was looking at the stats. I go, okay, obviously stats aren't going to tell me exactly what I'm seeing on the field, but we're out shooting. And this is still the first half. We're out shooting these guys like seven to two. It just so happened that those two shots went in <laughs> the, 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 the two shots that St. Louis took in the first half, they went in. Um, that's a mark of a good team. Uh, they had three shots total on target, by the way, five total St. Louis had five shots the entire game. You had 60 minutes before, uh, you know, they, they went down a man and still, they only were able to muzzle five shots. Three of them were on target. Two of them went in. They never missed any of their big chances. They only created one. They didn't miss it. Uh, the Galaxy created three big chances. They missed one of them. Uh, so if you're looking at that as well, if you know if you convert that last big chance, you win three or two. Um, statistically, it just looked the Galaxy should have won this game pretty handily. Unfortunately, uh, that's not what was told, and you know the the, the first half was just um, unfortunately their undoing. Um, even their expected goals in the first half, like St. Louis was like at 0.4 or something, even with the two goals scored. It was, uh, I actually probably, probably less than that now that I think about it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it's just unfortunate that, you know, the two shots, you know, they, they made the most of the chances and on the road, you know, you got to give them credit. There's a reason why they're in first place. Um, but yeah, uh, if, if you're just uh, 20 shots for the galaxy, by the way. 20 shots. Uh, eight of them were on target. Um, and quite a few of them. I remember most of those, dude. Quite a few of them were in the box. If I'm looking at out of the 20 shots, I'm seeing seven. Seven outside. So a majority of the shots were coming in the box. And a lot of these shots were in the middle. I'm sure most of these were blocks. And only eight of them were able to get anywhere near on goal. So um, I'm sure it probably didn't pass uh, the first defender or... Or whatnot, but um, yeah, uh, statistically, uh, the Galaxy did uh, very well here, and I'm sure most of it was padded in the second half. But um, Billy Sharp gets uh, gets another goal, a non penalty goal. By the way, he has tied Dayon Jovovich for uh, most goals <laughs> between those two, uh, which says a lot since Billy Sharp has only played what three games, three and a half games, two and a half games. Um, yep. Okay. Uh, so we 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 ran a little long last week. We we mentioned Dayon uh, toward the end. We we're tired and kind of trying to wrap it up. Uh, we did say uh, some things here, but we've been talking Billy about Sharp, it in every episode, though. <laughs> yeah, well, not not entirely, but well, we have uh, lately, yes. But okay, Billy Sharp has to start on Saturday, right? I mean, he has to start. Yeah, I I honestly I I, I give Billy Sharp to start. On Saturday. So they asked him if he was ready to do a full 90. He says that he's nearly there. 
I'm kind of scared with his age there. I don't even know how, like, I've never well, seen him run for that long. He doesn't um, have to be 90. You can but, be 60 and then you bring well, Dayon in. And this is where I'm getting, David, uh, is that, you know, I don't see Dayon being a super sub and doing anything. And what if we're down? What if we need to get back in the game? I don't, I, I, I have no confidence in Jovalic anymore to, to come in and, and change the game and get us back into, get, get us back into it. I don't know. I mean, I would I would like to see Sharp starting, but <laughs> I I trust him more at the the tail end of the game when shit goes down. I trust. Well, no, uh, um, trust is now kind of a big word here, but I would feel better. We've always said this for the most part, and I think we were obviously all wrong. Greg Banny was right on this one when we're asking why isn't Dayon starting? Dayon deserves to start. You know, uh, I think partly I even said like, well, you know, maybe that's just where he fits best coming off the bench. I know he wants to start. Maybe he should start. Maybe he should at least get a chance. He's obviously not going to. Ha- it's not going to happen with Chicharito in the lineup, but maybe he deserves a shot there, right? He he's pretty hot. But some pitchers aren't starters. Some pitchers are closers. Some pitchers are you know relievers. Some are just setup men. Some are you know situational pitchers. That's where they're best at. That's why they're there. And I think Dayon is has had has had his share of moments on all those positions. Yeah, and he hasn't yeah. produced anything. You know, but his best not this year, not, not, this, this, not year. this year, not but this his, year. But just, I'm saying, like this, this is the year that he was given the opportunity because of injuries and all that stuff, and he just hasn't been able to. Last year, last year he only had a couple games, maybe that he started, and he didn't do much because I remember we talked about it too. But every time he came in as a sub, he was an incredible impact player almost every single time. But um, yeah, so, yeah, but I mean, this well, year, so basically, what I'm basically what I'm saying is. At the very least, we know that he's not the starter. We know that he's ineffective that way. Even while last season when he was producing, he was more effective coming off the bench. So Chirito goes down. He's the next option off the bench. And uh, he's the starter. He doesn't do anything. Um, and so you put, him, you, you put him back on the bench and use him as a super sub. And hopefully, you know, again, if statistically this is where he has been the most productive coming off the bench, needing a goal or whatnot, where he needs to prove himself, then let him be the super sub and have Billy Sharp come in for, yeah, you know, depending on how the game is. Um, I think, in my opinion, um, obviously I don't think Billy Sharp is one of the – no, I said this in balls and beers. All the new faces, this will be their first El Trafico coming up on Saturday. Um, I, I'm well aware that Fagundes and Barrios know that this is the biggest rivalry in MLS. They've never been a part of it. I don't feel that their heart will be in it as far as, their, you know, their heart. Obviously, they're mentally there. Like, hey, I'm a professional. I got to win this game, right? Um, I think Billy Sharp, is probably not there either, but I feel like he's hasn't been. He's like, he the hasn't closest one, right? He's, yeah, he's because the closest he, one that's going to get there. You know, go. Oh, he's going to rely on on the experience he has, and, and he's going to say, "Oh, this is what this is." Okay, I'm going to throw some elbows. I'm going to right. I'm going to but, but it get stuck in on some some tackles. Honestly, I think that the way that this the way that the El Traficos usually go is they start out fairly physical and then toward the end they get kind of loosey goosey and right and and you know people start throwing stuff at at 
you know, at, at start throwing everything at, at everywhere. And it gets messy toward the end of the game. And I actually think this is kind of a perfect storm for Jovalik to come back and get that sort of, sort of super sub role. Yeah. Um, and I start agree. Billy Sharp so that you can have him be in there and be physical for, you know, 60 minutes, hell, even for half of a game. I think also, like, I think, and I said it either last, I think I said it last week. I said, I think Dayon scores in this game. I really do. I, I do feel that he's going to score in this game, especially if he comes off the bench. I think it's kind of like, okay, well, I just lost my position. This is a game that I usually shine in. Uh, usually get pumped up for. Let's go. Let's do this, right? Uh, I do feel that he'll score a goal. Um, Billy Sharp has not really experienced this anywhere, right? He's new to MLS. He's, you know, I, I'm no, sure he's, he's I, I'm sure he's heard of it. I'm sure he's this. heard the, you know, he the lockdown the, role, the, the, he but I don't think he knows anything. He I think he's very neutral Trafico, here. But he's experienced big derbies. Big, no, no, no. As but, big but I think, this. So no, no, he I, definitely I, knows, you know, the, no, I understand that. the territory. But that's why it, I feel it's different with compared to Fagundes and Barrios yeah, in that, that he's yeah. neutral. He's completely neutral on this where Fagundes and Barrios understands what this is. They just haven't been part of it. Um, Sharp doesn't really understand I think the Sharp is MLS rivalry, more but of it, of being a derby. That's like, yes. like he's more excited yeah. about that. Yeah, I know. We got I it. think it's when you tell him, I think it's when you tell him, by the way, this is the derby. This is the inner city. We're both from LA and this is, you know, and you kind of get the history there. Then he'll be like, Oh, is that what this is? Okay, let me go ahead and, you know, go up a notch here. I know what I have to do because, as you said, I, I'm sure he's part of uh, uh, much more bigger inner city rivalries over there uh, in England. So I do feel that, like every other game, the Galaxy are going to get pumped up for this. Uh, they're going to play, or they should play, a, a, a good game. Um, and you know, we, we, we should be seeing fireworks. I, but I am also under the um, opinion that Yovlis should not be starting the rest of the way. I think if he is the most effective as a sub, then you keep him as a sub. Uh, if he doesn't like that, I mean, it's just kind of like, a, dude, this it's oh well. Like, this is where you thrive. You're going you're gonna to have to understand that. You're a reliever. You're a closer. You're not a starter. You know? <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, so um, he's going to have to... Uh, accept that if he doesn't obviously it's 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 not going to happen with the galaxy um even if billy sharp doesn't return next season and i can't imagine that he would um considering that i imagine that they're gonna assign another dp striker somewhere um uh then uh he's still gonna be a super sub regardless so or he's still gonna be the second uh, regardless, so and he's not going anywhere. At least, uh, well, I guess it could happen. I, obviously, we had talked about this uh, galaxy. We're not going to let him go at this point of the season when they're sh- you know short on uh, strikers uh, already. So, what happens in the off season is anyone's guess. Um, I think if he wants out after and they can replace him, um, if that's the way, if that's the route they're going. In which case, you know, you sign a new striker and then you keep Billy Sharp and he's the number two and keep Judd as number three. That's you know, another option. But um, as far as being the starter, you know, Jovlich had his chance and, um, you know, he, he didn't take advantage of it. So I think he needs to be a super sub um, and uh, just have him thrive there. Um, who was the highest rated player uh, against St. Louis? 
Poos. Uh, yeah, Ricky Poosh. Hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of a number two here. It's it's kind of tough. Um, I don't know. I kind of want to go to with Maya Yoshida. Uh, yeah, I mean, second, mm, I would go with maybe because Yoshida did the full ninety, it would go Yoshida. But I would, I thought Boyd did really good in the second okay. half. <laughs> Okay, so so basically, you know, Pooj is the go-to. He had a goal, he, even if it was a penalty kick. Um, it was Pooj. It's 8.2. He was the highest-rated player. Number two, you guys said Yoshida and Boyd. Um, only four players were above 7.0. Uh, Yoshida and Boyd were both 7.0. They were not the second-highest-rated player, though. In fact, the second-highest-rated <sighs> player was 0.1 behind Pooj. And it's 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 a player that you forgot about. I so promise Neil? you. No way. Rozell. No way. Yeah, because oh, he had oh, the yeah, assist. Yeah, yeah. He has the assist. 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 Yeah, yeah. Uri, Uri Rozell. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So eight point one for uh, for, for Rozell. But, so. but I promise you, I I I'm still not even one hundred percent positive that he played in the game. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like it's a player yeah. you forgot. Yep. I, I no, guarantee yep. I've, that I've, you were I've, not going to going to think of him. I don't know. I've I've been saying in the last two games he's been he's been getting a lot better. I was going to say Brugman. Oh, I miss uh, him. I almost I, I kind of forgot about him. Damn. No. Yeah. He posts a lot on he he posts a lot of let's go G's on his. Uh, oh, I'm not looking on his Instagram. So yeah, I'm not looking. I'm just looking at who's on the, the playing field. Yeah. yeah. I don't see oh, Chicharito okay. posting those. Just saying. <laughs> I mean, he's he's not wrong. Lowest rated player. Bond, but yeah, lowest rated I mean, field player. Uh, dang, uh, lowest real field player. Cuevas started, didn't he? He did. It's Cuevas. I'm gonna have to go with Mavinga, because he's he went through the full ninety. That, that uh, Mavinga was fine, and then, and then he got a card though. And yeah. And the only other second person, and I know it's not fair because he was barely in the game, is Judd because he did nothing because he was barely in the game. But I know that's not fair. Judd came in for two minutes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's the lowest rated. <laughs> <laughs> it's not enough, Bobby. It's not enough to get it. A... <laughs> yeah, well, he Based came on in the with two minutes. minutes there is, 8.7. Yeah, no, there's actually no rating for for Judd. Okay, so Lozer player officially is Bond. He's at five point seven. As far as the field players are concerned, um, uh, I, I'm gonna lean toward this guy instead because so Surreal is six point oh, but he only played one half. Uh, the guy who came in for him, Delgado, he got a seven point oh in that half. So good for him. Um, but going for the full 90 as a starter, here's another guy that we need to talk about. Audi 6.4 for Audi. This guy is, was like Caligari expected to be, you know, this bright yeah. young prospect. Yeah. For um, a minute. <laughs> and, yep. Yep. you know, Caligari ended up being, yep. We like this guy. Uh, this guy's good. We're probably going to go ahead and pick up his option and keep him. He's 20 years old. 
Uh, he's been doing well for us. So I- I'm pretty sure, uh, I'm confident that the Galaxy will probably uh, pick up his his uh, his option. However, obviously with the injury, that kind of throws a wrench in everything, uh, depending on how, you know what the recovery time is and how serious it is as you recover from it. Um, but I still think that Caligari was probably on the, uh, you know, we should probably keep this guy. Audi, on the other hand, probably the only season we'll see him as a Galaxy player and probably will not pick up his option at the end of the year. Losing his starting spot to Edwards uh, was only in here because Edwards was suspended uh, for yellow card accumulation. Um, But uh, here's a kid who, uh, yeah, didn't really live up to, I don't want to say the hype, but definitely didn't live up to the expectation that a lot of us, uh, including, you know, the organization had. Um, so, yeah, 6.4 uh, for Audi. Uh, and then we mentioned Cuevas going in there. He had a 6.9 with the yellow card. So he was only 0.1 behind Yoshida at 7.0. I don't think Cuevas did that bad, to be perfectly honest. I don't think that he was... Uh, he wasn't he was horrible the first half, but he really, he really pulled himself Everybody was together. horrible the first half. <laughs> no, I know, but there's, 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 there were differences for sure in the first half. Obviously, I, I, I yes. So. But but in the second man, he really picked it up. Like I thought he did much better. But because I remember complaining about him big time. Yeah, obviously, you know, um Caligari not being in there uh hurts the galaxy. You saw it. Cuevas kinda I just think Cuevas did he did okay. And you're you're right. It was, the first half was something different. I, I think I don't want to say he gets a pass, but you know, everybody to did me, to horrible me, I said, in the this first guy's half. Not ready. I think I texted you guys like this guy's not ready for this. Like he's not ready to play in this league. I'm I and don't know. The second half he changed. The second half he'd like, he, like yeah. he pulled up his pants and I was like, okay, you did much better. <laughs> but that first yeah. half, I was like, you don't deserve to be here. When I, I don't want to say he's not ready. I but I do want to say he's probably he was getting put in a uh, no, because he wasn't being put in a position to fail. He was just kind of there, like, dude, we we need you to to come in, fill in. I don't think dude. he was overwhelmed that first half. He just was. Yeah, uh, I think he settled in. I think he was fine. I, I I thought I didn't think he was horrible. I didn't think he was spectacular. I think with some more minutes under his belt, I think he could do much much better. Uh, to be honest, um, I, I think you know he, he he was a guy that you know he was the academy player that we just kind of gave away, right? Is, is that that's the same guy that we're talking about? He went to Germany, like for free. Mm, I don't know, Dave. Was that the guy? Know. That was him, right? I don't know, dude. I don't know. Mm. I'm pretty sure it was Cuevas. Pretty sure it was Cuevas. Um, I, I I could be wrong. I don't know. Um, anyway, I, I I think you know he's still he's still young. He's he's 20, yeah, and, 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 and 19, 20. Yeah, and to put him in that position, not know, you know, not knowing, it was, it was really just like, well, you're the only other defender we got. I mean, you know, it's not really fair to him. Uh, he he did fine. It, it is a good opportunity for him to kind of go in and show that he's kind of a, a utility guy. Yeah, exactly. And I thought he was fine. He wasn't good. He wasn't bad. But um, there were certainly some moments where you could see that he was not super comfortable. Uh, he was bad, and then he got, and then he got good. That's my. That's <laughs> um, that's it from my from my end. Um, obviously, we know what a big game is coming up on Saturday. Um, the last yep. of the El Trafico games. Um, scheduled El Trafico games. Scheduled yeah. El Trafico games. They could be uh, in the playoffs if yes they it, each it, make the playoffs. Yeah, it, it you know, very much possible. The, the West allows that. 
<laughs> yeah. Yep. You're not wrong. Uh, yep. Yep. So uh, obviously, this is a game where. This, the, These the, teams the, are in the weird teams places, come each, in, right? Yeah, they're in weird they're, places they're, each. They're, they're, well, okay. As yeah, far just like as balls and beers, like both teams are coming in in these directions, that is, they're just they're going through things. The pendulum, the pendulum is, but 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 the thing is too that I think it's kind of what Lewis is going to get to in a in a second is that the, these teams are right now they seem like they're on opposite ends of the momentum pendulum. Uh, LAFC has not done well since uh, the league's cup, or even since I think the stat is like they've only won one or two out of eleven since the Champions League final. No, 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 no. So uh, I think the the stat was in twenty games, they've lost like twelve of them. Okay. So they've lost in more more than half the games that they played since yeah. since the Champions League or something like that. By the way, even with that, and it's funny because MLS. Uh, but again, but this was where I was going. There are opposite ends of everything, whether it's momentum, whether it's standings. LAFC is in third place right now, one point off of second place with the game on hand. So it's not like they're hurting. The Galaxy, since May 31st, have not lost have only lost one game and yet have not climbed a single spot in the yeah. standings. Not a single spot in the standings. They're still in 13th place. They're there because Colorado is Colorado. Um, and yet the they, they're 10 points apart, and yet I feel on the field, it's anyone's game. It, yeah, it really is. I mean, it's, game. In, these, in this game, it always is. But I think right now, in, in the way that everything is, is panning out for both those teams. And, but then again, this is a game that it doesn't matter what is happening outside of El Trafico. They go head to head and they clash. I mean, it's going to be a, a. I think it's going to be another high scoring game, obviously. Um, but it's it's going to be one of those ones that it's pretty much whoever is going to get the ball, the lucky bounces, the calls, and that momentum within the game, not within the season. Yeah, I agree. Someone uh, side note. And I kind of agree with this, but I'll go a little further here. So the Galaxy right now are four points away from a uh, playoff spot. 26 games uh, that Galaxy have played um, and 30 points. The ninth spot is currently Dallas's. They have 34. By the way, they have also played 26 games, so they don't have a game on hand on, on Dallas. Um, so obviously some ground to make up here. They do play Portland again, I believe if, if I recall correctly in there, who is also above them in the standings. They play Minnesota again, uh, who are above them in the standings. I want, they definitely play RSL. Um, I, I don't remember if they play Vancouver again or not. I'll have to go back and look at it when I run it down. Um, but, Someone had posted that if the Galaxy make the playoffs, it would be a bigger accomplishment than if Miami made the playoffs this year. This is something that I agree with. 
one hundred percent. The guys don't every- have Messi and Busquets and exactly. Jordi Alba. Right. Whereas Miami was a hot mess as the Galaxy were, Miami got injected with steroids, a lot of them, unfair ones. Okay, um, that's the difference. The Galaxy, mm, but you do the Galaxy that when it comes to the points. When it comes to East versus West, Miami was in a much bigger hole, and they still kind of are to even they still, get, oh, yeah. get up. In, it, like, it's he a is, lot more difficult to get up the, above the line the, in the East than it is in the West right now. Like Galaxy, they just they just need a little bit of luck and then get a, and then get a couple wins, and boom, they're up there. Miami but, has they they can't make any mistakes. The and Galaxy can't make any mistakes either. No, but here, course, look, but, but, but here's they, the thing. But but, but but it is a lot more forgivable if you look at the, the if you look at the points ranking. It's a lot more forgivable. I don't. I you know what? I disagree. With, no. I kind of no. I, I do kind of agree with that. But in like in a <laughs> like the Gal. Okay. We had mentioned this right, more on balls and beers. No, 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 no. The way, I, I know I said this more in balls and beers, but I, I, I'll say it right now. If LAFC were to lose against the Galaxy and San Jose wins their game against uh, RSL, San Jose is currently in eighth place, hanging on to their playoff spot with 37 points. LAFC is in third place, one point behind second place. And yet, if LAFC loses and San Jose wins, San Jose would leapfrog LAFC from third to eighth. It is really close. And after all of this, the Galaxy, despite their injuries, despite all the crap that they had to go through at the beginning of the season with the boycotts, the media, with you know the president, I mean, everything, which seems so long ago, it's still part of this season. And then on top of that, losing their DPs and all this other, and they continue to lose three out of three out of four starters in their back line. Three out of four. Color, um, the, the only one that's left is Edwards Audi. That's the only one that remains. Neil is gone. Uh, Casares is gone. Caligari is gone. Right. Um, with the way the roster was built. Where their depth was just wasn't there, right? You had to you had to bring in Leardom, you had to bring in Cuevas. All this stuff that is going on. This is where I agree with that sentiment that it's a bigger accomplishment because Miami was again injected with steroids. Not only did they get the players, they got the coach. They fired their coach. They got the best coach possible out there, and then along with players that he's had coached before that are world class. I agree that it's less forgiving for Miami. Because of the way the West is set up, how a 13th place team can still make the playoffs and a third place team can still fall out of it when ninth spots available. So in that sense, I do agree with you, Bobby. The difference between yeah, it's, just, it's, the, the, it's different, but you're asking two different that you're that's like two different questions, really. But yes, if you're talking about who's, here's, the, who's the, the team that's like really building throughout the, the season, because like, look at like, yes, Miami got the full on injection and we've been working with what we've had. And yeah, we got a little few little bit of injections here and there, but then we lose some players here like right away. So it's been a very it's just been a really difficult season and i'm not gonna right. and i'm not gonna give a pass to vanny and this team because in the beginning of the season just because of, of of everything that was happening off of the off of the field they should have been performing on the field the entire time 
So there's no pass for that. I, for, I agree in, with him. In, 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 my, in my opinion. So like, I'm not going to romanticize that into something that's like such a big buildup and a big hard uphill battle. But, right, but you, but 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 I don't disagree with you that they should have done it. However, yeah. when you took away when once the boycott ended and once you got rid of the president, they've only lost once. Sure, they've only again, lost once again. But but again, those words are very misleading. If you look at they each, each every each game, it's not it's not, it's not right. that incredible. It's not that I great. Agree. It's not so like so yeah. But you use those words for that meaning. But here, so like, okay. So like, so that's my when fi- it's not true completely. So my final, well, my final word should probably make you happy and kind of wrap it up where I agree with you and still making my point. It would be a bigger accomplishment if the Galaxy made the playoffs over Miami. The big difference is if the Galaxy make the playoffs, there is literally nobody, nobody in the West that says, "I don't want to play the Galaxy." If Miami makes the playoff. I guarantee every single team in the <laughs> East, including Cincinnati, is saying, I don't want to play Miami. That's the difference. Miami makes the playoffs. They have a legitimate shot at winning MLS Absolutely. Cup. Absolutely. If Galaxy makes the playoffs, you're going to need a hell of a lot of horseshoes up your ass to even get to that <laughs> yeah. game. Yep. That's the difference. And then, that yeah, is the no, difference. No, Absolutely. All right, guys. Well, so, thank you for listening. <laughs> Do you have anything more else? <laughs> yeah, bring, bring all your horseshoes. No, bring, bring all your horseshoes. Yeah, yeah, guys. bring them all. I don't know if you get through the metal detectors, but all, you know. um, even the, even though no, well, just you can bring the ones from like Lucky Charms, like you know, they're magically delicious, and, and maybe <laughs> and and those will get through the metal detectors. I, you know what? That would makes a lot more sense than the what I was thinking. Phillies at the stadium. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Don't I don't even know what that is. Billy's a horse. I understand what the f- okay. yes, I understand what you're saying. <laughs> it's right, late, guys. guys. <laughs> Thank you for listening. This is episode three hundred nine. Say goodbye with David and Lewis. Yeah, bye. Good night. Thanks for listening, guys. I'll see you next week. Later. Phillies. Ponies. 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 Yeah. Phillies at the at the pitch at the pitch. <laughs> <laughs>